This is Bill McMinn from Makeable Bible Church, and this is the Way to Go podcast, where we talk about faith, family, and daily life, putting the Bible into practical, everyday terms. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast, Bill McMinn, along with Mark Hosteller. And uh, one of the things coming up in Ohio is issue one, and mm-hmm. uh, issue one is a proposed amendment to the Ohio Constitution, which would codify slash legalize abortion with no ban or no restriction to reproductive rights. So it's pretty vague and obviously Mm -hmm. would allow abortion to go uh, many weeks, months into the pregnancy. And so where does the church stand? And and one of the things I don't want to talk in this podcast about the, that issue per se, as far as issue one and the writing of it, the wording of it. What I'd like to talk about in this podcast is the case for life and where do Christians stand on the Mm -hmm. issue of abortion in general, or the issue of protecting life in the womb. And one of the things that I often hear is, well, women have reproductive rights and they have a right to their own, whether medical decisions, reproductive decisions. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't disagree. I don't argue about the rights of moms, the rights of men or anything else. What I argue is let's extend rights to the child in the womb. We're not yeah. trying to, we're not, I'm not trying to take people's rights away. I'm trying to extend rights to the child mm-hmm. because the child has a right to life because first of all, all life is made in the image of God. First off. That's the truth. Right. Yeah. We were created. I mean, one of the, I think it's the first chapter in right. Genesis in the Bible talks about God. Let's create, let's make them in our own image. Right. You know, and so that's what we were created for is to reflect the image of God. So I think right. that happens. Um, it doesn't happen when you come out of the womb. I think that happens when uh, your heartbeat right. happens. You know, when conception. I would say right yeah. at conception from the womb on, any time in the womb, that life is human. It's and, a life. And therefore deserves to be protected. Mm-hmm. And it says in Genesis one twenty six, let us make mankind in our image in our likeness so that they may rule over the fish of the sea, birds of the sky, and over the livestock and all the wild animals. So God created mankind in his own image, in the image of God. He created them, male and female, he created them. And so you look at the one thing that gives life value is we are made in the image of God. And we know this to be true because in Genesis 9, 6, it says, whoever sheds human blood by human shall their blood be shed. For in the image of God has God made mankind. And the reason was given, and this is after Noah comes off the ark, and God says, okay, now you can eat animals. But what you can't do, you can't shed the blood of an innocent life. Yep. You, you can't do it. Yep. And the reason that you can't do it is because life is made in the image of God. So we are suggesting what I'm proposing today clearly is that the child in the womb is not less human then is the baby born, then is you or myself. And one of the the huge issues that we've had in culture over the years is when you devalue somebody's life and Mm. you think of them as less than human, you start to justify monstrous acts against them. So for slavery, they were considered not fully human. So when we were enslaving blacks, Mm-hmm. Back before the Civil War in America, mm-hmm. they were not considered fully human. And I can't remember if they were considered three-fifths or what it was, but they weren't fully human, which is nonsense. It's absolute, absolute, yeah. absolute rubbish. When you look at what happened in the Holocaust, the Jews are not considered as fully human. They're considered more like animals or something a like that that we can just, race. Yeah. we can kill. Yeah. 
because you devalued life. And to me and to the Bible, it is equally nonsensical Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. say that that child in the womb is less human than the rest of us are. And as a human, they have rights. And they have value. They have value. Every one of us has value in God's sight. Right. And it's a very equal value. Equal value, exactly. Right. Equal access to uh, the the pleasures of life, right. right? And so to take that away from somebody, it really it is coming against God. Right. I mean, God. Uh, we just talked about this last night, actually, in our prayer meeting about the importance of the commands of God are there to protect people and, right. and our rights and our the the Ten Commandments, for example. You look at all of that. And he's he's concerned about one thing: his name and honoring him. The second thing is uh, don't hurt the people around you. Don't right. murder. Don't steal. Right. Don't commit adultery. Don't spread false witness. Right. Like he's concerned about people. Right. He loves his people, you know? Well, I, w- I would give you that. Uh, Jesus Christ mm-hmm. died for God so loved the world that the world includes the unborn. That's right. They would be included yep. in that. Mm-hmm. And you you look at some of the other things, like uh, if you look at our founding documents, Declaration of Independence, mm-hmm. it says, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. They have the right because their life has value because they were made in the image of God. They were made, given these rights by their creator, the right to life. Yeah. The right mm-hmm. to life. Mm-hmm. You have a right to life. Absolutely. Right there in the documents of our own country. And as you've already said in Exodus twenty thirteen, you shall not murder. Can't do it. I love how these... Right. These guys started off by saying these are self-evident truths. Right. Like this should be just something that flows out of your your morality, decency inside of you right. already. Is just the the evident, the self-evident reality. Like you said, these these commands in Scripture, they're actually statements of reality. I like how you put that because the reality is is we shouldn't murder because that's going to hurt that person. Right, <laughs> and we want the we want people. And guess what? It's going to hurt you mm. because you're breaking God's law. You don't only really just hurt the person that you did something to. I mean, you're right. actually hurting yourself right. because you're making yourself liable for judgment. We are told mm. clearly, if you can connect these two dots, that baby in the womb is human. We're not allowed to take human life. Those are two important dots to connect. Once you make that connection, you can't do it. It absolutely rules it out any more than I can go shoot someone on the street. Yep. I'm not allowed to do it. Now, in defense, if you were out to kill me, self-defense, then that's different. mm -hmm. And I would say that in, you know, when it comes to abortion and things like that, well, yeah, I mean, if it comes to a choice between the mom and the child and there's Mm -hmm. some kind of health crisis, Mm -hmm. we're not talking about that. Right. We're just talking about, no, there's no health crisis. You just don't want to be bothered or it's yeah. it's some type of contraceptive in your world. And a lot of, let's face it, a lot of people use it for that. Mm-hmm. And it, it's getting nastier all the time because now you have these pills that people can take and just have a miscarriage that they order offline, yeah. Amazon or wherever in the world Incredible. to get it. Incredible. And yeah, I mean, it's just, you got to remember guys and gals that's a life and you can't take life. And as we go on through this talk today, you're going to see, we will demonstrate from the Bible that God 
counts that life in the womb as life. In fact, if you kill somebody who was pregnant, it was oh yeah, yeah there's mm-hmm. repercussions because mm-hmm. that was considered another life even in our own country it does if you kill a, a pregnant mom you're going to be up for two murder charges hers and the baby's absolutely well tell me the difference between a baby in the womb at six months and a baby out of the womb at six months and if a mother chooses to kill um that baby at six months out of the womb what's the difference if if it's six months in the womb tell me it's it's the same heartbeat, it's the same baby, but what you've said hits it. We've changed the terminology. Right. And this is this is confusing people. Unfortunately, it's it's numbing us to the actual baby inside of that womb. They say it's a fetus. Right. I was just reading Planned Parenthood earlier, talking about the fetus. And if there's movement in the fetus, right. you're taking the element of life. Right. This is just some sort of a blob inside of you. Right, massive cells. And, and, and it's like, no, 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 this is a life. And God right. views it as such, right. you know, because he created us and right. formed us and knit us together in what? Our mother's womb. Our mother's womb, right. And we'll come to that <laughs> I mean, scripture, actually. Yeah. But in Jeremiah 22, 3, for this is what the Lord says, do what is just and right. That's what God expects. We're going to do what is just and right. Mm-hmm. We're going to rescue from the hand of the oppressor, the one who's been robbed. Do no wrong or violence to the foreigner, the fatherless, or the widow, and... Do not shed innocent blood. Do not shed innocent blood. I cannot, I have no right to take life. And that's where your rights end. Yeah, in America, we like to talk about what our rights are, and we have this right and that right and the other. The one right that I do not absolutely do not have, and I don't care what the government says, I don't care what the media says, Mm -hmm. I'm saying in God's eyes, the one right you do not have is to do violence to anyone including a child, including a child in the womb. And I'll take it back to, you know, you're saying the same heartbeat. Forget six months, three months. Oh, yeah. Right? Eight yeah, weeks. Five weeks. Six weeks, five weeks. I Even just, before that, I just from confirmed conception. That. I'm I, saying from yeah. conception, that person. That I just confirmed that before we started this is what the actual um, timeline is for the, when they're, when they're starting to hear or sense the heartbeat. It's four to five weeks right now. Right. We can We can get a heartbeat. Right. That's incredible. What a beautiful thing. And yeah. if there's a heartbeat, what does that mean? There's blood. Right. There's life. There's an individual. Right. And if that's what that means, if there's a heartbeat, right. it's more than just a blob of cells. I'm telling you, it, uh, I was who I was when the DNA was first that's there. That's right. I'm who, mm-hmm. I'm whom I am at that point, Bill McMahon. Mm-hmm. From the time of conception. It's already there. Everything's yeah. written. I'm just developing in the womb. And how does Jesus feel about children? And Matthew, because I think it's important to look at God's perspective. Yes. Matthew 19, 13, and 14. Then people brought little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them to pray for them. But the disciples rebuked them. And Jesus said, let the little children come to me and mm-hmm. do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. When he had placed hands on them, he went on from there. Yeah. Then in Matthew 18, 6, if anyone calls his one of these little ones who believes in me to stumble. I would. It would be better for them to have a large millstone stone hung around their neck and be drowned in the depths of the sea. Yeah. If you know, he doesn't want you to hurt anyone who believes any child. What child would Jesus want you to hurt? No one. None. Right? Yep. He said, forbid them not to come to me. That child's not going to be able to come to Jesus when they don't even have a chance to be born. Mm. In Matthew 18, 10, see that you do not despise one of these little ones. 
For I tell you that their angel in heaven always sees the face of the Father in heaven. So that's God's attitude towards children. Mm. They should be allowed to come to Jesus. Obviously, Jesus loves them. And then you have an Isaiah 44, too. And this is just one of many verses we'll cite. Uh, this is what the Lord says. He who made you, who formed you in the womb, and mm. who will help you, do not be afraid. Jacob, my servant, Jeshuron, whom I have chosen, who yeah. made you, who formed you in the womb. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate I you, you brought that out because I forgot about 44.2, Isaiah 44.2. I love that verse. Right. What a great confirmation that this is God's handiwork. This is a beautiful baby being born right. in into your womb in, right. in the miracle of life happening, God's intentionality there. It's incredible to me. So this is, this is Isaiah. This is in the scripture. This is confirmation of God's will. You know, that all of this happens. Con conception, you know, done right. Right. This is awesome. Right. This is I mean, beautiful. It's, a, it's a beautiful thing. Right. right. Isaiah 49.5. And now the Lord says, he who formed me in the womb to be his servant, mm. to bring Jacob back to him and gather Israel to himself, for I'm honored in the eyes of the Lord, and my God has been my strength. He who formed me in the womb, Jeremiah 1.5, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Before you were even born, I was forming you in the womb. Psalm 139, 13 through 14, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know it full too well. Wow. You created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Wow. Verse after mm. verse after verse of God's creative activity, God's hand on the child in the womb. Yeah. That when David, when Jeremiah was in the womb, he was Jeremiah before he was born. And when mm -hmm. Isaiah was in the womb, he was mm -hmm. Isaiah before he was born. Did Jesus Christ just become God when he was born or was he God in the womb? That's right. In the womb. What do you think? I mean, I think, I think he was God in the womb. And I mean, if you want to go another step forward, it says before the foundations of the world, I had a plan. Right. I had a, I chose you, you know, so God's been intentional the whole time, right. you know, and part of that process, part of Mary being conceived, you know, conceived Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit in the womb. Right. It happened in the womb. Right. So I, this is the case laid out. Our, our case is simple. All life has value because mm -hmm. all life is made in the image of God. We are told because mankind is made in the image of God, we shouldn't shed innocent blood. The Ten Commandments says that we're not allowed to kill people, mm -hmm. murder people. Uh, we're told to do no violence. So these are all commands. We know then, and then we're extending this life, and we're not allowed to commit violence, understanding that God was knitting together Isaiah, Jeremiah, David has comments on it, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there was more going on to that person's life than just being born. Yeah. I mean, inside the womb, their life had equal value. Yeah. Jesus's life had value before he was born. He was still infinite. He was still God. Mm -hmm. So... You want to apply the scripture of the value of life mm -hmm. to not doing violence to a human life to the child in the womb. I like what you were saying then about judgment also, bringing judgment on yourself. If you make a hard decision, listen, I understand. We understand. When mistakes are made, when unplanned pregnancies happen, there's a temptation to get really fearful and make decisions based on your fear that leads you into a, a darker 
harder situation now. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, like for example, living the rest of your life, having made a decision to end your child's life, will affect you greatly. This isn't a solution. Right. This hurts you. Sin always hurts you. And taking right. that life is sin, according to the scripture. You right. take a life, you're sinning. And that's your decision. Right. Now, I completely, fully understand after I've talked to many people about this. A lot of you feel coerced into this. And that's sad. A lot of you feel pressure from, from your spouse, you know, from your, from your grandparents. I've heard that, you know, from, from a mother saying, no, can't do that. Unfortunately, I've heard of even instances where pastors have told their children to. That's, that's heart-wrenching to me. I feel so bad for this young lady having to make a decision now. Right. Be- that's actually only compounding sin. Right. You're just adding to the original sin, right. which was having, having, you know, a lot of times a sexual immorality, right? Right. And so you, you, you're not going to find a solution in committing more sins. Right. Not well, I, I think, uh, yes, and, and I think that no matter how, what all happens and what all the circumstances are, and I'm not really very interested in what people say about it one way or the other, I'm interested in what God says about it. Mm-hmm. What God says about it is don't take life. That much I know. Life begins in the womb. That much I know. Connect the dots. You can't do it. It's not possible. It's not right. We have mm-hmm. no right to take human life. And Absolutely. God is knitting that person in the womb. From that time on, God's hands on that kid and the image of God is there. Thus, we need to take scripture and wrestle through. Now, you mm-hmm. talked about judgment. I'm not I'm not judgmental on people that have had abortion. I'm not ripping on people who've had abortion. I'm just I can't control the past, and I'm not here to make people feel badly about the mm-hmm. past. What I'm here to do is explain where the why is why this is an important issue in Christianity, why people have been pro-life for a long time. It's because of the Bible. The Bible guides us in all kinds of decisions on our morality and the words that we say and so on and so forth. So we we just take it here and we realize, okay, we're responsible for what we do. And I'm also responsible when it comes time to vote on this issue. I cannot approve Mm -hmm. an amendment that justifies this whole concept of, yeah, you can take life in the womb and we're going to codify it and make it law in Ohio. And I'm saying... Absolutely not. I it's mean, as, so, a, as a church, I this is the first chance that we've had in our lifetime to really have a vote on this, mm-hmm. and so I'm I have to vote no. I mean, there's yeah. there's no there's no choice. There's no other way. There's no alternative. I'm going to stand up for for life, and I believe someday I'm going to stand before God, that's right. and that's what He expects me to do. I, I, I don't agree. expect to hear anything else from God other than yeah, you better have stood up for life. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, because that's right? His will. It's his will. Right. This this amendment that we're going to be talking about, actually, if you stay tuned, then next uh, episode we'll be we'll be continuing this discussion about the actual amendment itself. But this amendment is it's so in the face of God's ways. Right. It's it's so against it. Right. So for me, I, you know, hearing hearing certain um, you know ads on my YouTube feed, for example, that start off with "I'm a pastor." Right. And I'm and and they go on to 
like affirm this decision to right. amend the Constitution. And, and I'm just looking at this false person prophets, thinking, false teachers, thinking, what right. is wrong with you? You, right. you, you're a pastor, but you obviously haven't spent time in the Word of God because of what we just laid out right here. Right. The evidence is so overwhelmingly for life. Right. You know, no, you I, I would agree. But look, come on. I mean, this is always there have been false teachers in the New Testament. There were false prophets in the Old Testament. I mean, there have mm-hmm. been people telling people, "Hey, it's okay. Don't worry about how you live. You can do whatever." you want to do mm-hmm. and it, and it's nonsense and again we're not i'm not here to remove rights i'm here to give rights i'm here to give rights to the child mm-hmm. and to stop couching everything in these terms that i would say sanitize what in the world it is we're doing yeah that's a life we can't kill that life this is a simple saying like this is a simple one plus one equals two for me and i hopefully these verses that we shared today have been helpful because if you if you don't have to listen to what myself and mark say listen to what that bible says Amen. listen to what the word says yeah. you guys all have a great and a blessed week